Well, what's up, folks? It is Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, uh, on this beautiful rainy night, I guess, down here in Tampa as I'm looking out the studio window. Obviously, much darker than what it should be this time of the night, but when we get those monsoon rainstorms down here in Florida, that's what ends up happening. We just get tons and tons of rain, and it rolls through, and sometimes it goes away in 15 minutes. Other times, it comes raging back, So, but it's okay. It's Florida weather. That's what happens, but more importantly, of course, and it's going to drive Vito crazy. Lightning win last night, 5-1. to one. Huge game one for the Lightning versus Montreal. But we expect for Montreal to come back game two. And not only that, I'll be down here at Thunder Alley tomorrow. So if any Tampa Lightning fans want to stop by, say hello, by all means do so. Either that or I might bring the camera to you guys. So tomorrow night, Thunder Alley, game two, Montreal, Tampa Bay. We we'll, might talk about that a little bit later on, which I'm pretty sure Fuji will get extremely fired up for because he loves Tampa. Absolutely loves everything Tampa's. I can see him in the green room here just shaking his head saying, no way, Jose. But we do have Vince Quinn on tonight. And with Vince, we always have a lot of fun with Vince Quinn. And I'm glad he's come back on with us tonight. He will have something to do a little bit later on. So in case you guys see him just poof and be gone, well, that's the reason why. He's a busy man. And for Last Style Media, celebrating their one-year anniversary. And they are doing amazing things. And you know, as much as I know and everyone else, we support them 100%. So last on media, once again, happy anniversary to you guys. I know it was last week, but hey, we can always say it all year long because before you know it, it'd be the second year. But a lot of good things coming out of last on media. We caught up with Vince Quinn about that as well. Everyone else, just hang on. On the other side here, we're planning to have a lot of fun. And by the way, if you guys just have any kind of questions, uh, any comments or anything else, by all means, the show is about you guys tonight and us just having fun because Vince is on just hanging out with us. No interviews tonight. It's just us having fun. So we'll see you on the other side. I'm Angel. This is Brossery South. For the quick intro for a man who really doesn't need an introduction, but we like to see him dancing, even though you can't in the background, here is Vito Corleone. Uh, almost, almost. <laughs> See, almost. almost. <laughs> it almost happened. Almost. <laughs> it's you'll great. never what get is, me. The only way you'll get me is if you get me on tape. You ain't got nothing. No, I'll get you. Don't worry. You ain't got nothing. I'll get you. Don't worry. Because one of these days, I'm just going to cut off that intro. And all of a sudden, everybody's going to see you dancing. Don't worry about it. I will get you. But tonight, also, as well, our young beat writer, the Clemson. We can call him an alum because he is, you know, still part of university. But he is a sophomore. It is Ducky, and he has a lot of information for us tonight. And and I lost something here. Where did I lose it? I lost. No, it's right here. Here's Ducky. Ducky, Nick. What's up, What's up sophomore Jenks? Hey, I'm doing well. My uh, my job here at the university kicked off. Students have moved in Saturday. So today's day two of class for them, and uh, I've gotten a chance to meet almost half of my 20 students, but we're all good here, having a great time working around the side here, trying to trying to enjoy my time here at Clemson over the summer while there's not really hey. a lot of students here. But Hey, Nick, are you yeah. like one of those tour guides like in Road Trip? No, I, I am not. I am you not do that like where the, where the VHS tape goes to the – to the girlfriend and all that yeah. good stuff. Yeah, and then no, you got to drive not. to like drive to another state just to make sure you get it back in time. 
Uh, unfortunately, no, it's not my job. I just help freshmen transition into college. That's my job. Now, like, what was his name? Tom, uh, I, I can't think of his name. Tom Green. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably nothing like that. But, anyways, here is also our national correspondent, as uh, apparently Vito's got jokes tonight. Ryan. Uh, I Ryan, what is happening tonight? What a motley freaking crew this <laughs> is tonight, especially with Vince coming on. Hey, this show is for the viewers. Anybody who's tuning in, listening, viewing, whatever, hit us with whatever you have. Let's talk about whatever, man. I'm set to go, especially with well, whatever. Uh, that could get person. All the way up there. The grease ball up there. So let's <laughs> get it going. Exactly. But, <laughs> hey, listen. We have on, again, our guest just joined the guys tonight, having a lot of fun. Vince Quinn, if you guys follow him like we do here at Brossery South, it's Vince Quinn. It's that simple. His Twitter handle. And the man himself is joining us right now. It's Vince Quinn. Vince, how are you this evening? Yo, what's going on, guys? It's good to be back. What's up, Vince? Great to have you. It's been a while. Uh, by the way, after this, we're only talking about the good parts of my appearance, all right? Everything else we throw out the window, only the good things. Sure, no problem. Absolutely. It's what we do around here. Listen, it, it's, again, tonight, by the way, you guys, it's, again, all about you guys tonight. We're planning to have a lot of fun. The last time we did something like this was right around the holidays, so we figured we'd do it again here as minicamp is about to start here shortly, so everything will be completely busy come next month all the way through to December, and hopefully we'll be talking about some playoff football. Maybe, maybe if Nick Sirianni can get the Eagles together, but hey, We'll see. I see the comments coming in. I'll get you guys momentarily in the comments. So I'd like to say hello and thank you to everyone who's tuning in tonight. Even if it's the first time, we appreciate it. As you guys know, as I put out the world map a little earlier uh, this weekend, we are now being heard and seen in Moscow, Russia. I don't know what we've done in Russia, but hey, Moscow, Dasvidanya. Thanks for uh, tuning in tonight. We do appreciate it. Moscovia. Uh, yeah. You never know. Yeah, yeah, I, I risked a heart attack. I risked a heart attack. Exactly what you said. <laughs> no problem. But listen, thanks to everyone else, especially the Dallas area. Dallas, we've picked up some some viewers from there as well. So, hey, you know, the Cowboys love. It's not here, but we do love at least that Dallas is watching, so we do appreciate it. It'll make it fun for this football season. So thanks to everyone who's making the show successful. We really do appreciate it. And, of course, for Vince Quinn, because every time he comes on, there's always something fun that happens with Vince. And, Vince, once again, thank you. And, by the way, Happy anniversary to you guys, to you, John, and John. That's absolutely awesome. Well, yeah, thanks, man. And you gave us the shout-out at the beginning. I appreciate that, Angel. Obviously, uh, you know, we, we've known each other for a little while and appreciate your support and for everybody that supported the studio. Like, we're just trying to get guys that, you know, people are just working hard trying to put good shows out, and we just try to help people out with that. So the fact that we made it a year is great. And uh, we're planning for about 500 more. That's an approximation, though. We're thinking we get to 500. We'll see. <laughs> and there goes my camera, as usual. Something something funky has got to happen, as usual. Hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> I'll be back. It's just the way right. it works. I like this, though. You said there's going to be fun stuff on the show. Randomly losing your camera is fun. That is a good start. It is. And it's it's funny because I bought a brand new cord for the camera and it's it's plus I'll blame it on the ring tonight anyways. But it's just you know it's quirky little things that happen. It's the gremlins of the show. It it is what it is, but it, it's all right. It's it's fun. But it's not bad luck in Tampa. No, it's, it's listen. 
It's not Especially bad luck. The lightning. Just to let you know, okay, it is around here. I don't call it. The locals call it Champa Bay. Just to let you know, because Champa you got the Bucks, Bay. the Lightning about to repeat maybe for a second time, and then you got the Rays that are hoping to maybe to get back there to finish what they didn't do last season. But it's okay. It's all right. It's a lot of fun. But isn't it? Again, I see the comments. David, Joey, David, hang on. I see you guys. Hello. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Vince, one thing that we haven't learned much about, but we do know that Nick Sirianni is trying to get this team gelled together so that we can see a great production this season. So without wasting too much time, I would think, and I would love to know, what's your prediction? One is how Nick wound up doing with the Eagles this season. And two, what do you think the record will end up being with that extra game this season? Well, yeah. So first off, I think Sirianni's one of those guys that when he first got hired, everybody was like, what the hell is this? You know what I mean? Like he's coming mm -hmm. out, he's all fired up, he's stammering. It just like people didn't know what to make of him. I think the more time they see of Nick Sirianni, I, I think people are going to get on board with this guy. I mean, it's a team that they've got talent in the right spots for him. You know what I'm saying? Like they have an offensive line. They added a bunch of wide receivers. Jalen Hurts can run around a little bit. Um, so it, everything is built the right way to have a ball control running system that they're trying to do. So on that side, I think Sirianni's going to be all right. Uh, how how great the team's going to be. I mean, obviously, this team just loves getting injured. I, I don't know what it is, but they mm -hmm. like just like cracking bones in their bodies and tearing ligaments. So uh, hopefully they get over that. And assuming they do, I think we're looking at a solid team, guys. I mean, we're looking at a team that could be, I, I almost said seven and nine, but you're right. There's an extra game. Uh, like seven and ten, eight and nine, somewhere in that. I mean, the division's still not that good. So that's what I'm looking at. No, it's true. And and uh, the funny part is, is that <clears throat> so earlier today I, I was I was listening to uh, Andy Kalu, who's out there in Houston, of course, former Eagle player, and his co-host Big Sarge was talking about that uh, Dallas would end up being, if I remember correctly, he said between thirteen and four, and or fourteen and three. Huge and far stretch for the Cowboys to even do something like that. And again, we were, I think all of us have pretty much advocated for Dak to be, you know, to get signed. He did. Uh, supposedly that running back that he had, that, you know, whatever his name is, nose ring dude, he's uh apparently he's he's losing weight and trying to get in his the best health of his life. We've heard that one before when he was in Mexico when he was a holdout. So I don't expect Dallas to be that strong. I do, however, expect for DCU now that Ron Rivera is completely healed from cancer, thank God. But now that he's back at pretty much at full Ron Rivera that we know of, I think DCU will probably end up winning the division. So out of out of the NFC East, or if we still want to continue calling it the NFC least, who do you believe wins the division this year? I'm with you on that, man. Uh, Washington seems to be the best team to me. The Giants, like, they're, they're a weird team. They drafted a wide receiver when they already went and signed Kenny Galladay and had good receivers. Like, Dave Gettleman's a bad GM. Let's just call it like it is. He's not a good yeah. GM. Uh-oh. Better come back. See, I told you. It, it's always fun with Vince Quinn. So until he comes at, and until Vince comes back, he's frozen here momentarily. Uh, just go around the table. Fuge. NFC East. Right now, I'd have to say Washington. I mean, coming off, you know, they made a playoff appearance, even though they had a last place schedule, but still, I mean, they signed Ryan Fitzpatrick. They signed Chris Samuel from uh, Carolina. They got a couple good rookies down there, and you know it's they got a nice lights out defense. I I think right now 
the point blank, I'd have to say Washington's favorite to win the division. How can they not be? I mean, Dallas has some question marks. I mean, Dallas and the Giants, but who, who the hell knows where the Eagles? I think the Eagles are going to be a lot better than what a lot of people think. I'm not crowning them the NFC least champion at this very second. No. I, may, I may get some flack, but hey, diehard eagle to the fullest, but I'm a realist. I mean, well, David says uh, they'll be 10 and 7 and or 11 and 6 and win the division. Now, listen, David, that's, that's high hopes. High hopes, Dave. And, and we appreciate you coming back again this week. High hopes. And, and I wish that the Eagles went up doing that. I don't believe. And, and again, Nick Sirian is coming in with a brand new coaching staff, basically starting from scratch all over again. Unless he can pull something amazing like Matt Nagy did with Chicago the very first year, that would be beyond incredible. I just don't see that same kind of magic from Matt Nagy to Nick Sirianni to get the Eagles to where they need to be. You know, it, they could turn it around. Who knows? I mean, a lot of things can happen during the season. But we'll, I'm pretty sure come next month, as we start getting into minicamp and start seeing how the players are acclimating, then we'll get a better hold of exactly what's going on. And I can see that Vince has popped literally back into the building. You're yeah, more fun things, huh? Just just throwing all the curveballs today. <laughs> exactly. It's the way it works. So we yeah, have no, it, it keeps it interesting. Well, yeah, so here's the thing. Here's, here's the main thing. Mike McCarthy sucks, right? Mike McCarthy sucks too. Like the same way Dave Gettleman's no good. Is anybody looking at Mike McCarthy at this point being like, man, uh, the Eagles wish they could have fired Peterson a year earlier to get Mike McCarthy. Oh, my God. Like that guy's terrible. So uh, I don't buy Dallas at all. And, yeah, Washington's really the only competently run team, which is weird to say. But, yeah, you, you got to give it to Washington right now. They're the best team in the division. Exactly. <laughs> now, I, I can see that our national correspondent probably begs to differ, but we'll, we'll get the, the intake here from uh, from our national correspondent here, Ryan Neff. Uh, Ryan, I'm pretty sure you've probably seen the Kansas City, even though not even in the same division, but we'll get to see what the, what would you like from the NFC East. Look, the bottom line for me is this. Yes, Washington. Washington has the best defense in the division. I will hand them that. But I'm going to go out of limb. If the Giants can't win the division with what they have offensively now, if Daniel Jones can't step up to the plate this year, even if their defense improves just a little bit, with Barkley coming back, with the receiving core they have, with some of the tight ends that they have now, I mean, I know Ingram – you know, he's always hurt up and down. I am going – and look, I don't make my decisions. I don't make my mm. picks until two days before the season starts. But as of today, I am picking the Giants to win the division. We'll see what happens the rest of the summer. I know people will laugh because, look, the Cowboys – the Cowboys, yes, offensively good. Defensively, <laughs> they stink. They're horrible. I don't know what – you can't improve that much in a year's period after the sieve – that they were last year. And then you look at the Eagles. Are the Eagles going to be improved? Of course the Eagles are going to be improved. But some of the people saying they're going to finish 11-6 and six and 10-7, and seven, put the bottle down. Put it down already. It's not happening. How about six the can? 6-11, and, six and 11, <laughs> maybe. 6-11, and 7-10. I see it. Yes, they'll be better. But I'm calling out Daniel Jones right now, and I'm calling out whoever the hell their coach is now. And get Joe Judge. Daniel, Daniel, listen to me. If you can't win with the weapons you have now, you stink. 
You flat out stink. You stank last year. Any quarterback that trips over his feet at the 15-yard line going in for a touchdown, come on, dude. With this team now, you've got to win the division. You have to win the division. They're the best team in the division right now. Right now. Wow. Wow, so we have three different picks because – I, uh, I I think Dallas is going to win the division. The odds have Dallas winning the division. The I thought you were going to pick the Nets. Uh, unfortunately, I can't. Wrong sport. But hey, um, what happened to the Nets? I mean, I'll uh, I'll take I'll take the Cowboys. Their over under win total is nine and a half. The over is minus one thirty. Unders plus one ten. So they they think it's going to go over. I'm going to pick Dallas. That's what the odds say. And. Uh, I love my analytics, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Vegas and I'm gonna stick with the numbers. Take the analytics and flush them. Much much to learn. Flush young, them. Much to learn, young Padawan. Much right. to learn. <laughs> right. I think you ought to put your money where your mouth is about that. Fact. I'll take you up on it. No. Aim your pick your poison. I see Michael Flores, and, and thank you for tuning in, Michael. And I and I want to bring up his his uh, comment here because he says he sees Dallas going maybe nine and eight. That would be more realistic. But he says it will go nine and eight. They draft the defense, the holes they need to fill. But I don't see them making the playoffs. Diehard Dallas fan here, but I keep it real. And Michael, by all means, keep coming back because we could have a lot of fun with you when the Eagles face one Dallas, and we can probably ask you to see who they're matching up for the week. So we can get your intake, whether you guys end up winning or losing for that week. So by all means, and I see your NBA question. We'll get to that here in a little bit. So, but thank you, Michael Flores, for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Hey, listen, and, and again, you can go with the analytics and everything else. I do have, though, uh, something that, that I said before to someone about Jerry Jones in a particular hole. And I, I was able to find the actual comment that he said, which, you know, for some people, it, it might do like just Vince Quinn did. It's, it might turn you upside down a little bit. But uh, this is a little funny from, from a couple years ago. But uh, Jerry Jones telling the way it is. And by the way, before I play the footage, YouTube, I do not own oh, the rights to this footage. But it is available for public domain. Got to put it out there because if not, they'll shut us down. That's the it's way it is. Lying. But listen yeah. to and It's not a lie, sir. But I, I will. I don't want to listen to this clown anymore. Dude, don't worry about it. This is actually okay. fun. Uh, I think that's, that's your leadership is to have some of the guys that have gone before that uh, have been disappointed uh, to share it with everybody involved. For me, it's a reminder. I, too, have been here 23 years. And uh, it is a reminder. I've been here when it was glory hole days, and I've been here when it wasn't. And so having said that, uh, uh, I want me some glory hole. There you go. See? Aye, aye, aye. Now, aye. you guys thought that was kidding around when I said that, and, and a man wants him some glory hole. I don't know if you ever found it, but yeah, hey, listen, <laughs> to each his aye, own, aye. coming straight from the mouth. So when someone questions me again, oh did Jerry Ryan, Jones you, really say that? He said, oh. Ryan, you were a Cowboys fan. Did, did he find the glory hole? Look, I said this before, and I'll say it again about <laughs> why. Why I left being a Cowboys fan is why you fraud because of that buffoon. I couldn't take it anymore. The guy has fisted Cowboy Nation for the last twenty some odd years. Yes, the first seven years spectacular. He hasn't done anything since. No, nope. always has the hand in the cookie jar. Just be like Robert Kraft. Just be like the Roonies. Just sit back and be an owner. Hire top notch football people. Do what's right. And he always says, right. and I hope, Jerry, one day you see this because I'm talking specifically to you. Do the right thing. You say you care about the fans. You say you want to bring another cha- You really want to bring another championship. 
Sell the damn team to somebody who cares, who will restore the tradition, who gives a rat's ass because he doesn't. All he wants to do is he built that damn spaceship that they call a stadium. If you can raise the money to do that, billions of dollars, and you can do that, then you can just sit back and hire top-notch football people across the board and bring Dallas back to prominence. But you won't do it. You know why? Because you are a glory hole. I'll say uh, you are a glory hole. That's what it is. Crash, <laughs> Crash and burn. Crash Listen, and burn. Everybody knows that Jerry oh, Jones, just like Michael Floyd pointed out, and I'm quite sure Vince will agree, he just – the problem with Jerry Jones is he's the only owner that gets too much involvement. And and Vince, I could be wrong in saying that, but he just it, there's too much Jerry Jones when it comes to Dallas. No other any other organization you barely see it. It's just for some reason it's Jerry Jones. I also think the other thing too, Mike McCarthy, as we said it last season, I'll say it again this season is also not the answer for Dallas. So uh, any thoughts on Dallas, Vince? Any thoughts on Dallas? Wait, on Dallas? Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I, well, the Jerry Jones thing. I mean, yeah, Jerry at this point, he's he's wanted to be uh, so involved with everything with the team. And you know what? On some degree, he is good at it. Like that roster is good. As I hit a stairwell, you know what? I'm getting out of the stairwell for a moment. Uh, I'm traveling all over the place. But so, yeah. Like you look at that team. The team is good. Like like they they are good enough that they should win the division. But the problem is that yeah, the coaching hire is awful, and mm-hmm. they've had problems with the salary cap in the past. Like they just. They, they haven't been able to maintain it, and they choke in big moments. So uh, for Jerry, he does enough that I get why he's hanging on. But, man, I mean, it's not enough to get him over the top. And, and you look at the way the team's built now, there's nothing that tells you they're going to do it this year. I mean, it, it's all roster talent and nothing else. You, you don't have the, you know, you don't have the offense, and that's what it's got to be. I, I think they have the offense. It's that offensive line and Doc Prescott coming off that injury. That's the real big question. I mean, her defense has been suspect too. Another owner, by oh, the, the defense way, defense is awful. Yeah, I've said, right. this, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. When you piss Bill Parcells off after three years, will you run him off? Hey, the reason ever since ever since you let Jimmy Johnson go, and yes, okay, Barry Switzer won the Super Bowl, but it was all Jimmy Johnson's boys. Ever since then, you've sucked. And there's one common denominator over the last 20 some odd years. And guess what that is? It's Jerry Jones. It's nobody else. It's Jerry freaking Jones. Daniel Steen, Jerry. Daniels. I hope he sees this clip. Do the right thing. Just do the right thing. Stop fisting cowboy fans already. God almighty. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there, there's uh, not a chance he'll sell the team because oh they'll be God. worth seven billion before we could even even think about it. So it just, well, now, you, now you got me. Now you got me started, and I won't stop either. Well, Daniel Snyder was another moronic owner until he somebody told him to hire. Uh, well, I can't can't think of his mm-hmm. name. Yeah, Rivera? Ooh, ooh, Jerry Jones Rivera. Jr. Daniel Snyder, Jerry Jones Jr. That's basically what he is. Yeah, I hate to say it, but I think Jeff Lurie is kind of getting that way, too. Nah, I mean, not yet. Vince, who's your team? A little bit. Who's your football team, Vince? Who's my football The Eagles are my team. All right, so, okay, so the Eagles are your team. Now, imagine you had an owner like Jerry Jones for the last 20-some-odd years. Yeah. Exactly. 
No, yeah, it's not good. Because you know what? The, the other thing is, too, like Jason Garrett was in that job way too long. Yeah. How long was he the head coach of that team for? Uh, since the VCR was out, I think. Cares. Ten, ten years. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. yeah. Matter no, but that's matter. crazy. Like, that's, that's crazy, man. That, that team should have been so much better. They had that 13-3 season. They, they had Romo for all those years. Like, that team right. was a joke for all the talent they had. And that is Jerry. That is Jerry. And I could, I could say the same thing to Fuji. God forbid that the Eagles had a coach like Jerry Jones for the last 30-some-odd years. Fuji would have – Fuji would be an alcoholic by now. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be drinking a case of beer every day if the Eagles had a coach like that. Or, I mean, an owner like that. For God's sakes, it's just, you know, and I've said this before, I thought over time the man would have at least said to himself, you know what, maybe I should just try it a different way for like maybe five years just to see how it goes. But he can't do it. He can't do it. And it's sad. And it sickens me because mm-hmm. he's just ruined the tradition. 20-some-odd years ago that I think as a Cowboys fan that the Cowboys fan or the Cowboys team would not have made the Super Bowl since 1996, I would have looked at you and called you a buffoon, a moron, but that's what it is. We're on, they're on the same level as since they've last made the Super Bowl. I've said this before. They plus three other teams are the only NFC teams who haven't made the Super Bowl. The Vikings, the Lions, the Washington football team, and the Cowboys. That's the level that they're on now. That's the level that they're on. And it's sad and it's BS. And I'm done talking about it because my blood pressure is probably 200 over 110. <laughs> Calm down there. It's right. It's just the way it works. Hey, listen, the other thing I, I want to get to before we get, uh, I want to get the answer from you as well about who wins the NBA title. But switching gears here, Vince, with Aaron Rodgers. Are we going to see Aaron Rodgers again as a Green Bay Packer, or is Aaron figuring out, you know what, screw it, I'm just going to go and play Jeopardy? Well, yeah, I think he wants to do Jeopardy, and he'd be good with it. I mean, I mean, at least for the year. Because the whole right. thing is, I wouldn't be shocked if he retires. And and doing it as a leverage play. Not with the idea that he's actually done, but the idea of like, yeah, you know what, you guys don't want to play me, you're not going to trade, or you're not going to pay me, you're not going to trade me. I'm out of here. I'm just going to walk away. And then he puts the pressure on Green Bay, and they got to figure everything out. Like, he's – he hates that organization on a personal level. Like he's got a problem with the GM. And when it's personal like that, I mean, it, it's just hard to solve. And he's a stubborn guy. He's well-established. He feels disrespected. And teams would fall over themselves for Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, I, I don't think he comes back to Green Bay. I think he's got – honestly, he's got a better shot of just being outright retired before he plays in Green Bay. Yes, he does. I agree. And – uh Goose just mentioned there that Ryan needs to be smoking a cigar during Broadway Scott. And I just want to – wow, I hear a lot of crackling here. Just a – oh, it's Ducky. That's it's why. Ducky probably eating pork rinds or something there. Probably what so- are you eating over there? <laughs> I some chips. So just hungry, so. All right, there you, you go. eating in that college life in Clemson, South Carolina? Wait, wait, hey, no, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hold on. Did, do we still have the what was it, like the hundred packs of hot dogs, yeah. or we have slimmed down on the hot dogs? He's probably doubling them by now. <laughs> nah, it's it's about two a night on the hot dogs. Actually, I did have a lovely friend make tacos, so I went over to her place before before here yeah. and had some tacos. So, oh, was wait, like, oh, yeah. wait, 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 tacos. <laughs> as, far, as far as the Aaron Rodgers thing goes, I would say. Where the hell else is he going to go where he thinks he can 
have a better shot at winning the Super Bowl. And and I don't think any other I don't think a team is gonna give up what the Packers might ask for him. So yeah, it's either and from everything that you hear, everybody expects Aaron Rodgers to be back with the Packers. Everybody on the team, you know, so I, I don't know where else you're gonna go, Aaron, and he might just decide to retire for all anybody knows. I said before, I thought he was going to go down the same path as Brett Favre did, and I thought maybe he would go to the Vikings, and I'm not so sure the Packers would want that to happen again, the way it happened the first time around with Brett. But if he went to the Vikings, look at that receiving core. Look at Dalvin Cook. I mean, the, the, the defense is another story. But, I mean, other than him going back to the Packers, I I just don't see what else he would do other than retire. Well, Denver was – Going after him the night of the draft, you it was almost a done deal from some rumors of resources speculation. Yeah. Rose, Rumor Rose. was in Green Bay last week that Aaron Rodgers re upped a country club membership or another year. <laughs> Believe it or not, it, it came out. Now, is that yeah. just the front for him to get the hell out of Green Bay? Or was it twenty grand maybe? Just freaking peanuts to him, but Hey, you never know. Yeah, I, I did love that story. I saw that came out, and all these people were like, oh, my God, he's going to stay. And it was like, all right, guys, relax. Like, let's, let's right. not get too carried away about a country club membership. <laughs> but I love – you got to you piece together anything you can. I mean, it's just how everybody is. You see anything – like, when guys tweet out, like, you know, a guy's having a problem with the team, and he tweets out just, like, one emoji, and everyone's like, oh, my God, what does this emoji mean? Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> Exactly. I love that stuff. It's the overhyped stuff. But hey, uh, just to let you know, Vince, just in case you ever and or even Aaron Rodgers need something good, you can go right to Goose's <laughs> Money Crystal Lounge and Tobacconist over at 250. And he's right up the road from you, 250 West Ridge Pike in Limerick, Pennsylvania. What I enforce, say in case you need the zip code, Google Maps, you can find it. But if you need the finest cigars, and, and I'm pretty sure last time we did, matter of fact, now that I think about it, last time we didn't go take a nice trip. And matter of fact, you probably even deliver it over to last time media so you guys can celebrate that good. Uh, what was the comment? I think he said it was a 70 Cleveland. Uh, let me let me come back to, to my man here, Goose. Uh, uh, 70 ring Cleveland or CLE, Cle. I, I don't want to say Cleveland because it could be the wrong thing. But, uh, you know, if you need the finest cigars, by all means, go to Goose's place. He'll hook you up. And, and Goose, by the way, is hooking up later on, and I'll, and we're still getting all the details. But uh, Leslie Goodell, who was our, our guest earlier on last month, this month, this month, it's June. Last month. Uh, last month. She's having a uh, golf tournament, which will be released a little bit later on, but Goose is going to be part of the uh, golf tournament. So check out Goose over at uh, Soon to Be Told, or or what is it always the thing? Not Soon to Be. Uh... To be to be announced. There you go. To be determined. There you go. To be determined. To be yeah. TBA, yeah. So, and again, so if you need a good, a great cigar, by all means, visit Goose's place. He's got uh, great, great, great cigars. Um, one thing I want to get around to is the NBA. And tonight, Ducky, who is not playing? Fox uh, Hawks tonight at probably, they're actually probably playing right now. Yep, but I'm saying who's not playing tonight in the series? The, uh, Trey Young is out tonight because he has a sprained ankle. So, Vince, you know that uh, Milwaukee and Atlanta right now, Milwaukee leads the series two games to one. Phoenix, which looks like they were going to actually walk away with the series. Now the Clippers have made it a 3-2. They force a game six. Uh, 
between those two, because we still have to see a finals, I guess I'll, uh, instead of picking the NBA finals first, out of Milwaukee, Atlanta, who wins that series? Oh, well, now that Trey Young's hurt, it's over for Atlanta. It's It's been fun, though. Like, and I, it's weird to say because they beat the Sixers and all that, but like, I got to tell you, they were a fun team, man. They played hard. They talked a lot of smack. Like, I, I got a lot of respect for what they did. Nobody thought they were going to be this good. I mean, when they played New York, it was like a coin flip of what they were going to do in that series to beat yeah. the Sixers and win significant games down tons of points on the road. Like, I mean, it's it's part of the catastrophic flop of the Sixers. But part of it is the Hawks just kept playing. I mean, that's a, that is a tough team. But – Man, I mean, without Trey Young, they're just done. Like they just—they don't have the firepower at this point. Milwaukee's too good. Giannis has made a big step in the playoffs this year. Middleton's been crazy good for them in certain stretches in the playoffs. So Milwaukee's the better team. It's just a matter of time with that. And on, well, and that's—I guess that's the only one we're talking about for now. So yeah, for, for that series, I'm going with the Bucks. It just—it's too easy at this point. All right, and I'll, I'll get the take from Young Ducky here because we know that his Nets were also exited out early because. <laughs> Ducky thought that the Nets were actually going to win it all, but he was unfortunate that balloon just popped because it didn't happen. But it's okay. It happens. So, Nick, for you, who wins the series between Milwaukee and Atlanta? I, I think, like Ben said, I think I think Milwaukee is just too good. I think, I think Giannis is like – playoff Giannis at times looked a little bit like Ben Simmons where he would be a little bit too passive or he would like try to just like dribble too much and um, – He's kind of overcome that. The free throw thing, it makes me so mad the NBA doesn't call the 10-second violation on him. It makes me so upset because, like, that's a rule. Like, what the hell? Like, if it's a rule, like, you follow it. But it, it is what it is. I think I think Giannis is an incredible player. I think this is his year to go get the chips. So I uh, I uh, I wanted the Hawks to win just because they're they're two hours from me and I was maybe going to go to a game. But I, I'm, I'm proud of Giannis. I'm proud of Chris Middleton and uh, – Drew Holiday's had his big moments as well. So I'll I'll, I'll take the Bucs, and I think they probably won in five. All right. Ryan? Oh, boy. You know what? They'll go against the green. No, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say, I mean, I the Bucks probably in six. I think the Hawks still have another win in them somewhere. Uh, hey, Trey may come back for game, what, five? But – I think Milwaukee wins this game tonight. I think maybe if Trey comes back and tries to pull like a Willis Reed or something like that, they may steal five, only be down three, two. But then I just think the Bucks close it out in six. And then, you know, on the other side of the equation, I'll tell you what, man, the Suns might regret not closing it out last night because I think the Clippers are going to win game six. And I think game seven is going to be a battle. Um, Oh, my God, that's just so tough because the Clippers have just been so damn resilient. I think it's going to be Bucks clippers I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll go out on a limb and call it now. And like I said before the playoffs started, you know, I tried to tell everybody, you know, everybody was on certain teams, and I said, wouldn't it be something that the one year the Bucks go into the playoffs, which is this year, with no expectations on them because nobody expected them to really do anything this year. Other than, like, maybe go first, second round, and then cave. And here they are, and it, it, it would just be something after all these last two, three, four years that this would be the year that they do it. I, I still think the Bucks are going to win the title. Okay. It's a, it's a great thing that we decided to go with uh, Milwaukee, Atlanta. You decided to go all the way around the table. But it's, 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 it's all right. It, it works. It's fine. Fuji, Milwaukee or Atlanta? 
I'd say Milwaukee because Giannis and they just seem like they got more of the firepower. I mean, they got a hell of a start in five. And, you know, I just, you know, with Young going down, that's just a big blow with, with his foot or ankle. And just, I think Milwaukee's going to just go right to it. Okay. No, listen. We'll see Milwaukee. I, I believe Milwaukee pulls out the win as well. So uh, quickly here, we'll go with uh, Phoenix and the LA Clippers since we already got Ryan's take on it. <laughs> Vince? <laughs> well, I, first off, credit to the Clippers for getting this far, man. Yeah, that, that team is resilient as hell. For all the stuff that they've been through and to be down in all these different series and, and people expecting them to fail and to lose, to, to lose Kawhi, like – Kawhi was crazy, man. I mean, he was – honestly, he was one of my favorite things about the whole playoffs, and for him to go down was just brutal. So, for them to still play well, for Paul George to be the leader on that team and they're still hanging in there, like, that – a lot of credit to them. Ty Lu, which, by the way, does not make the Sixers look better, by the way, to see Ty Lu doing the job that he's doing with the Clippers compared to what Doc Rivers did with the Clippers and then firing Doc. But – you know, I, as much as I like the Clippers and what they're doing, the Suns are just better. Like, the, the talent of that team, man. I mean, all these guys that they rotate in and the, the ability to create shots and all that. Aiden has been out of control good. So, I look at that team, and I, I Aiden is really the thing that seals it for me. I think otherwise it's really close and down to the wire. But he's just been such a big deal that I think over the next couple of games, it's going to be too much. Clippers are going to keep it close, but it's just too much, and I'm, I'm giving it to the Suns. Okay. Ducky. You know, I Vince, I agree with you again, but I think something fascinating to watch in game five was when DeAndre Ayton was subbed out of the game. The Clippers subbed in DeMarcus Cousins because they knew Cousins was bigger and stronger than Dario Saric, so they put Cousins in the post. And then when Ayton came back in the game, the Clippers would go small with Morris at center or Batum at center. It was just – it was a very interesting chess match to watch just because it was like – they're going to go small now. Oh, the Suns are going big. We're going small. The Suns are going small. We're going big. It was like – it was just so fascinating to watch. But I, I think at the end of the day, I think I think DeAndre Aiden had nine shot attempts last night. Like, that's not happening game six. Like, he's getting he's getting probably 15, 16, 17 shots. So, I think I think the Suns pull it out in game six. And I'm really rooting for Chris Paul because – Man, that guy, that guy deserves a ring, and uh, I think I think he can get it. I think even if he matches up with the Bucs, I, I, I do think Booker and Aiden have been so deadly this playoffs that they're going to carry it over to the finals. All right, Pooch? Say the Suns, but, I mean, after last night, I mean, as Ryan and Vince were saying, I think the momentum could have shifted a little bit. I mean, Tyron Lowe, I think he's kind of like finally being a little recognized as – I mean, as possibly being a good coach. So, I'll, I'll say the Suns right now, but I think you know the Clippers are going to aren't going are going to go down without a fight. So, I think Phoenix pulls it out. No, well, we'll see. And again, I, I think with, with Phoenix going the way they're going right now. Uh, the Clippers, you're right, Vince, as far as, like, you know, look how far they've come throughout the season and how much they had to deal with. I'm so glad that the Lakers and Bron Bron is not there. But that's, just, you know, another story for another day with another show. But anyway, Lakers aren't there. Clippers are there. But I believe that Phoenix not only wins the series, but also beats the Bucks in seven games for the NBA title. So yeah. you heard it here first. I think the Suns actually might make a surprising run this year. And we'll see because there's a lot to still go on. 
I know we've got a couple more minutes left with you, so I want to get real quick here as far as the NHL finals obviously going on. Tampa Bay Lightning won game one last night, 5-1, to one, a commanding win. Game two tomorrow night at the Emily Arena in Tampa. I'll be down there with the fans having a lot of fun. Uh, but who do you think wins the Stanley Cup? So I can give you no analysis of the game whatsoever. What I can give you is a strong rooting interest, which is the Montreal Canadiens, baby. Let's go. For all the chaos that they brought <laughs> upon that city just for getting to the Stanley Cup, how is Canada going to handle finally having a Stanley Cup champion for the first time in forever? Like, I just, I would love to see that. It's exciting as hell to me. I am all for the chaos when it comes to the NHL. That is chaos in the best way, and I'm rooting for it. So for Tampa, I mean, I know you guys are in the area. I don't know if you want them to win or not. Like, I don't know how you guys are feeling about it, but I'm just rooting for Montreal, and, and that's all I got. That's my only dog in the fight. That's a good listen. Kim Perron will join you there because she's, of course, she's a big Habs fan, thanks to uh, Bernie Perron and, of course, the old Canada connection. But me personally, I'd rather see, since Pittsburgh has been the last one to do the back-to-back and I can't stand crying Sidney Crosby, I would like to see Tampa Bay win it back-to-back. One is because it was a lot of fun going to the parade last year, the boat parade. That was amazing within itself, just having fun with it. And then because Tampa right now has such a stronghold in the NHL, and and has always been said, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And right now, Tampa Bay looks like they are the best team in the NHL. And I can almost say they could be back there again for a third year in a row because this team could be completely signed once again, barring one or two contracts. But I think Tampa Bay ends up taking it. Fuji, I know he's another Tampa Bay fan, but uh, he's probably going to pick Montreal. So, Fuji, who's your pick? I really don't like either. <laughs> I don't want to see Montreal because they have what? 20, 24 to 26 Stanley Cups, second overall in sports behind the Yankees. I guess I got to say Tampa, but not by much. Love the energy. Yeah, no, son. Nick, yeah, bring the energy up, Nick. Bring it up. Well, look, I'm picking the lightning. I, I, uh, I went to Amelie Arena when um, I was in Tampa and I met Angel. I actually got a tour of that arena. Beautiful arena, by the way. Ooh, that voice crack. But beautiful arena. Got all the great guest suites and clubs and all that kind of stuff. So it was cool to see. I'm picking Tampa just because I've also been to the Syracuse Crunch Stadium, the American League hockey team. Shout out to the Crunch. Um, And Vasilevsky is an incredible goalie. And I love me some Nikita Kucherov and some Steven Stamkos. So I'll take the lightning in six. Uh, go Bulls. All right. Neff? Well. Uh, and that's enough from Neff. So, anyways, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tampa Bay beat the Islanders 8 nothing one game, and then the Islanders came back and, and beat them. So, uh, I don't see a 5-1 to one score happening in game two. I said before the series started, I thought that Tampa Bay would win it in seven. I'll stick with it. I just think – Montreal has come too far, and they've battled. They were down three games to one against the Maple Leafs. First round, found a way to do it, and I just think that I just think the Canadians are going to find, even though I'm not a Canadians fan, um, I just think the Canadians find a way to take this to Game 7, and Tampa wins Game number 7 on their home ice. Okay, we'll see. And, by the way, even, even if, just saying, even if Montreal – is last 
because obviously it can't be first if they end up losing. Who won't be last is Last Out Media. So you got to throw it in there with a little twist here. Last Out Media, if you guys go actually to lastoutmedia.com, and I'll bring even that one up because it's a cool site. And actually, it, I noticed that it's also a bit of a change here. But if you well, go to yeah, Last the Out site Media. Is, the site is junk right now. We're, we're, we're going through some maintenance right now. So we're, we're going to be changing some things over. And uh, all I'm going to say, because I, I can't exactly say what we're doing yet, but all I can say is we have some big plans and we'll be letting you know soon. So the site is is what it is for now. But things are on the way, so keep an eye on us. Keep but an eye right, on us. Listen, but uh, you can still go out to Last Out Media, and you can check out the stories. You can check out all the podcasts of the guys and girls they have on there. So you guys can check them out. By the way, again, it's a great group. You guys can see it's right there in Feastville, Pennsylvania. So not that, once again, not that far away from Gooses, but you guys can check it out over in Feastville. And, and hey, listen, it, Vince, it doesn't matter. These guys... I mean, you guys put on a, a, a good outfit out there. And again, I, I know there's things that are going on that you really can't talk about. And I guess I should have mentioned the guys. Well, last time media didn't want to say, well, we're being hired by last time media. That's far stretch. That's a lie. I'm just I'm making up stories here to close out the <laughs> night. But, but listen, it, again, it, you guys are doing good things, though. Honestly, God, you really are with last time media. And I mean, John Crane, John Barchard, and John Barchard, congratulations to, to the little baby he had not too long ago. Yeah. And, and Vince, you're constantly busy because you're still running to New York, correct? At the end of the week, every weekend? Just about. Well, yeah, no, I'm I'm working every weekend with uh, with CBS. I got that going on. So Saturday into Sunday morning, two a.m. to six. That's uh, you know, the the early bird hours. Uh, yeah. it's technically a morning show, so I'll take it for what it is. It's technically a morning show, and uh, yeah, just keep doing that. So that the studio, I'm just running to New York. I'm running to Philly. I'm I'm all over the place. Yeah, Sound nice. like Jody Mack. I am. I'm, dude, I follow Jody Mack. Like, his show is on before mine at CBS, and now oh, I'm God. doing Jody Mack things. Like, Jody's on so many stations and all that he'll, like, he'll accidentally give out the wrong number on the wrong station. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, he'll give out the CBS number on WIP and WIP's number on CBS, and, like, I'm doing that now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I've become Jody Mack, which is great because Jody's a legend. So that's all good with me. It's a, hey, listen, it's okay. It, it, everybody starts somewhere, but it's just, it's just, it's cool to see when, when you, you know, John and I, you know, John Barcher and I have known each other for years and it's, it's just cool to see from where they started, from where he, even he started leaving, you know, 94 WIP starting his own thing with you guys, partnering up with you guys here. It's just, it's amazing to see when good people get together, man, and you get good vibes and good momentum. A lot of great things happen. So again, much, much, much success to you guys. Over at Last Sound Media, give him my best from the whole entire gang here from Broad Street South. Maybe not as much as Vito, because Vito, he's in his own world. Not much, much from him, but it's okay. We understand. But uh, listen, we know that you have to run because you have other things to attend to this evening. But Vince, anytime, come back on. The next time we come back on, matter of fact, it'll be right around when uh, training camp is just about to start. So Vince, always great to have you on. Thank you for stopping by. I know it was kind of last minute, but thank you so much for coming in. Hey, fellas, I'm glad we can make it work. It's good to hang out again with the crew down at Broad Street South. You guys have been great to us at Last Out. We appreciate you, and uh, we'll be in touch. Yeah, let's talk soon. All right. Thanks for coming on, Vince. Thank you. All right. Take it easy, fellas. Have a good night. You too. Have a good one. Hey, I have a, I have a quick question for you, Angel, and for the rest of the team, because you had mentioned LeBron. Do you think LeBron's officially out of his prime? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think LeBron is done. He doesn't want to admit it. LeBron James will never admit that he's out of his prime. I know he's trying. He's trying he to wait desperately. Did he? I mean, he's he said after his high ankle sprain that he'll never be hundred percent again. Yeah, but that, that okay. Tough injury so, to come back from. 
Yeah, but you can also take that kind of to a grain of salt because it, it unless he completely admits admits that he's he's not well, but it, no, I, I think LeBron's. I know he's trying to wait until his son gets in. He would love to have that matchup, which I think if LeBron decides to step down, whomever at a time when his son gets ready to get drafted, I'm pretty sure LA will make some magic work and this and that, and he'll take over his dad's spot. I don't see LeBron being able to hang in there until his son gets drafted by a team and he's able to play against them just because father time has caught up to LeBron James. Do I believe, uh, as Dave is saying right here, good night, do I believe that LeBron is overrated? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a huge LeBron fan. I'm not a huge LeBron fan. And I will still say to this day that Michael Jordan is better than LeBron at his best. And even wow. Kobe Bryant is better than Mike than, than LeBron James, uh, James at his best. I, I'm sorry, it just it's too much from LeBron. I understand that you went out, you want to chase rings like other people. You went to Miami, you had a big spectacle on ESPN. You decided to hey, you know what? I'm LeBron James. I can do whatever I want to. I think it was a slap to Cleveland's face when he did it. I personally would approach the, the owner. I would have said, "Listen, I you know thank you for for drafting me. Thank you for for making this my first home. But I'm moving on to Miami." I know he didn't get the opportunity coming out of high school going into the pros. I get all that, but it should have been handled differently. And I'm not basing it just upon that. It's just LeBron. Yeah. Does he have game and everything else? It's just, it's too much for me. It's, it's too much when it comes to LeBron James and you can go into tonight. We all know he's going to be somewhere, whether he's going to be an NBA in order, which I believe he will be. I don't think, I know LeBron James will be picked to be in the booth. He'll be picked to maybe even go back to run Cleveland. But I think ultimately I think LeBron James will become an NBA owner. Now, will I hate him if he becomes an NBA owner, which I don't hate LeBron because let me get make that clear before anybody says anything else. I think LeBron would actually be a good NBA owner because what that man has, which I will give him a lot of credit for, he is like a computer. Like You can ask him about a certain game at a certain time at a certain minute, and the man spits out the information like that. So that I can't take away from LeBron. He does an excellent job remembering a lot of key factors in the games he has played, and even other games he has watched. But as an owner, I think LeBron James would actually be an, a, I think, matter of fact, I can almost say a fantastic NBA owner. But we'll see. That's years to come. And who knows? Maybe, maybe, Ducky, maybe he'll become the new Brooklyn Nets owner when the time comes around. Maybe he decides, you know. Right. Right. Okay. Never know. Right. Sure. Okay. Right. I have I have my piece. I, I think that the LeBron Jordan – uh, debate. I think it's a generational debate because everyone older than me thinks Jordan's the goat. Everyone younger than me thinks LeBron's the goat. I think that's just. I think it's just generations arguing with each other uh, by who's better. And I think we mask it with the LeBron Jordan debate. So I'm not really going to try to get into that. Um, but uh, I, I I love LeBron, and I hate to say it because I'm a huge LeBron guy. I love what he does uh, for his community. Um, even though the whole Miami thing came off quite bad at the end of the day that was for charity that's the whole reason he did it he did it for the boys and girls club but um yeah i mean i think i think that ankle sprain ended up really hurting him um i think next year he he'll be like the number two option but in in three four years time he is going to end up being that that fourth or fifth option that can shoot in the corner and maybe make a couple passes every now and then only plays like 20 minutes a night. But it, it's, it's super sad to see my, 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 one of my favorite childhood basketball players start to slowly fade away. 
can't can't be father time. I mean, what can Michael Jordan gone to the Wizards in Charlotte? Yeah. I mean, it, the, you know, the party was over. Yeah. No, Look, I mean, when you spend a million dollars a year on being in shape, he will come back in some sort of fashion next year. He'll spend his mill on personal trainers and stuff like that. He is just going to have to curtail his game to a different fashion now going forward. So, um, does he pass his prime? Well, of course he is. I mean, he's, but I mean, he's, he's, it's, people act like he's Tom Brady. I mean, he, people are acting like he's 43. I mean, he came into the league at 17. What's he now? 34. He'll be 35 this year. He's, 36, he's 36. 36 now. So he probably will curtail his game for the next two years and what the Lakers really need. I mean, Anthony Davis is going to be the main option going forward. I mean, if, if they if they keep the nucleus of the team, but the Lakers are going to have to bring in a couple of more people to take the pressure off of LeBron. And whether they do, you know, maybe they can do a forty-one game load management or something like that, where he only plays home games and doesn't play away games. I mean, who knows what they're going to do with him? But is he past his prime? Yes. Is he done playing basketball? No. No, of course not. I think he's got five more years in the league, but I think he's got he's got one more year being the guy. He's got two more years of being the number two, and he's got two more years of being the vet off the bench or the vet that's in the starting lineup and is the fourth option. But. And I saw Goose's quote just now about Kareem being the GOAT. You know, they're, 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 you're always going to get – this is why I hate having debates about, like, the greatest of all time lists and, and stuff like this. I hate getting into arguments about it because there's, there's too many good players over the 100 years of football or 100 and some odd years of baseball, or how many years of the NBA or whatnot. I've, I've had uncles tell me that the greatest freaking player that they saw was Wilt Chamberlain. You know, but Wilt Chamberlain only has, what, one title, two titles, or whatever it is, and that's, that's what holds him back. So what is the definition of the greatest of all time? And that's why, hey, is it championships? Is it stats? Is it the combination of both? Is it overall? I just, I don't. I don't like getting into arguments about it. And yes, like my generation, Angel's generation, you know, it's it was the Jordan era. Yeah. It was the Larry Bird era. It was the Magic Johnson era. It was, you know, and then the generation before us, it was it was Kareem and Will Chamberlain and Oscar Robertson and Jerry West. So you're going to get different arguments from different people. And that's why I don't like getting in the greatest of all time arguments. Nobody ever brings up Bill Russell with 11 titles. Correct. Eleven rings. In football, nobody brings up. Everyone talks about Tom Brady being seven and three in Super Bowls. Otto Graham made ten straight NFL championship games. The man went seven and three back in the forties and fifties. You know what the pushback I get is? Come on, man, that was the forties and fifties. <laughs> there were only like ten teams. I don't care in any era. In any era, if you make ten NFL championship games and you go seven and three. And I'm glad Troy, Troy Aikman brings Otto Graham up all the time on broadcast when people start talking about goats. And Troy Aikman always says, I wish people would talk about Otto Graham more. Go back and take a look at what he did, the championships that he won, the stats that he put up back then. I'm sorry. The greatest of all time, like in football, didn't start when the Super Bowl started. You know, Major League Baseball, the greatest of all time, didn't start in the 50s and 60s. If you're going to talk about greatest of all time in any era, you have to go back through the entire history of the sport. 
And that's right. why I, what I would like to see people do or what lists come every 20 years of that sport, come up with your greatest of all time list for that era. Maybe not of all time for that era because you're just like running backs. Some people will say it was Walter Payton. Some people say, hey, look at what Jim Brown did in a 14-game schedule or a 12-game schedule. The stats he put up in only nine seasons. What if he would have played as long as Emmitt Smith? Or, you know, look at what Barry Sanders did. I matter what Barry Sanders would have done if he had an offensive line. I just – I don't like arguing about it because you can get into, like, hours and hours upon hours of conversations about it. And it just – and like David said right there about Bill Russell, the 11 rings. So, you know, when you talk about LeBron, you know, is he one of the greats of all time? Absolutely. But the great, I mean, I just don't like the greatest of all time term because I just don't think you can determine it. No, it's true. And uh, Tom says, it's good to see John. The sender. The sender get into the Hall of Fame. The frozen tundra of yeah, Lambo. Yeah, that's right. It was an accurate Channel 10 News for years. He did yeah. the NFL oh. films. Speaking of NFL films and, and stuff, uh, big retirement today. I think a big surprise from the Sixers end. Mar-Mar. Who saw that coming? Yeah. yeah. I didn't see that one coming. I don't think anybody actually saw that coming because it just kind of came out of the blue. Maybe just choke in the playoffs, put them in the retirement. It could have been. First time I learned about it was Derek Gunn put out a tweet about it saying that Mark was coming down for a landing. And I I, I thought it was kind of like one of those stories like it was, what was it, April Fool's when uh, – uh, the Tar Heels coach had retired. Uh, Roy Williams. Yeah. So I thought I, I thought it was one of those things too, but apparently not. So you know, Mark, thank you for for the many years uh, as the Sixers announcer, the Sixers voice. Uh, you will be deeply missed. And if anybody wants to get the Sixers fired up, by all means, please reach out to Vito Corleone, the <laughs> best in the business, and he will get your team fired up. So Sixers. Just saying, if you want your color commentary commentator on, by all means, matter of fact, I'll That's combine incredible. Dave Harris with Vito Corleone, and there you go. There's your dual matchup, and then we'll have uh, we'll have Tom Fogarty on the floor, kind of like when uh, when uh, sideline reporter. Is behind there you go. So we'll, we'll get everybody involved. Coach Ducky, I, I got to find a spot for Coach Ducky to be involved like in that it. as well. Like I think you guys years. would probably rather have him uh, than Doc Rivers based on what I read about the Philadelphia 76ers nowadays. He's in there, Brooklyn. Yeah. And by the way, He's Mike Flores, if Mike Flores, if you're still watching, uh, you didn't put down there who – oh, no, you did. He did. He did. He did. Milwaukee versus Suns finals. I, I apologize. He did. So that was his pick for, uh, as you mentioned, who's going to end up winning the title there. No, but listen, and there's – speaking of Coach Dougie, there he is. Coach Chucky, oh, we were just talking about uh, as far as like you know our our matchups. Who's going to be in the booth and everything else? We're going to put Fuji up there because I think Fuji. Uh, I'll make sure. Uh, listen, the Sixers owner and I were like this, and I'll talk to him. Put in a good word for you. Just got to get brushed up with all the team names, huh? What's his name? Uh, he's the owner of the Sixers. That's his right, name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the owner yeah, of the got, Sixers. Yeah, yeah, Josh, Josh Harris, Josh Harris. Yeah, everybody knows it, but it's just yeah, you know, it's yeah, it, it's all about yeah. it's all about fun. But hey, this, things uh, things can happen. Dave says, uh, "Thank you, that would be awesome." And, oh, that, that's a hard job to replace, by the way. That 
becoming an announcer like that because it's like your fans have listened to that same voice over and Mm -hmm. over and over again for all those years. It's really, really hard for someone to come in and take that job. And that's one of the toughest jobs to find in the the industry is, is that job right there because once you're in it, you're in it for 20, 30 years. No, you're and, it, and it's this. It takes a while to build that chemistry and everything else. It, it, people think it, it's easy and stuff to to be able to do this. We know in the NFL, if, if no one's ever paid attention, when Merrill Reese is doing uh, along with Mike Quick as they're doing the play-by-play call, there's a gentleman just to the left of Merrill. He's got the binoculars on, and he's because you got to think about it. Between how many guys have changed the numbers, how many guys have been on the team, and everything else, especially when you're talking about an away team. You know, to remember all those names and numbers, it doesn't happen. So there's a guy, of course, to his left that will read who's coming on the play and who's in and then who made whether it was a sack, you know, the tackle, whatever, and then quickly times over to Merrill. So there's a big part of a lot of things that goes on behind the scenes. But when you're trying to do color commentary, and if you're not doing it in front of the screen, as we are here as, as podcasters, but, you know, if, when you're doing it on radio – you have to like literally as a fan kind of close your eyes and listen into everything that's going on because in order to do so, you really have to sell that game. It's not like what I say. You cannot be, you know, just Joe Blow and uh, here we go. We have, uh, what's that? Uh, Embiid. Is that his name? Embiid's yelling at Doc Rivers for five minutes every quarter. (laughs) But how great would that be though? Honest to God, how great would that be? If Fuji went on a rant, with Doc Rivers, and you would imagine Fuji sitting there like, hey, listen, the Sixers need to turn around. I'm not going to do a Fuji voice because I'm, I'm not going to screw around with his voice. But you would imagine Fuji is like getting beat red on, on and no one would be able to see it because it would just be in the background. But having Fuji like, did Joel and B just do that? Where the hell is Doc? Hey, Doc, where is he? Like, it, that would be incredible. I, it would, there's no way in the world you could tell me people would not tune in weekend and week out with Fuji going nuts. Sixers, watch along games with Mike Fuji as your uh, color commentator 2021-2022 season. Let's Sideline reporter, Mike Fuji Corleone. Doc, what are you doing? Where's the heart? Where's the heart, Doc? Put him beat, put him beat at the uh, five, put Harris at the four. What are you doing, Doc? <laughs> That's what you would end up hearing. In mind, I don't know. Listen, that would be fantastic. It would be fantastic. It'd be so great. But, hey, uh, Joe Sharp, a good friend of the show here. He says, hello, all. Just woke up from a giant nap, LOL. And, and by the way, um, last week – no, sorry, two weeks ago, we played his one video from uh, his take on AWOL Nation. He sent me – Joe sent me another video today, and I, and I wish – actually, I, I, I had it up and up and loaded – the guy's got some pipes, man. He's got some pipes, and if I remember, I'll I'll bring it up for Thursday show. He's got some pipes, and the one song that I heard, it 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 gets you moving. So, Joe, thank you for sharing it with me as as always. But uh, very very good take by Joe Sharp. He's got his short hair. By beginning long in the video, he had long hair, but you know what? He, he did a fantastic job, and 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 Joe, if you, if you're still in Giants of Genesis, if I remember correctly, is the band name, or it could be backwards. One of the two, but good job, good job by Joe. Uh, why is Fuji got his? What's what's he doing? He's got his, his he's, mic muted. He's just he's being a wise, you know what? <laughs> wise ass. I can see. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's what the, that's the word I was looking for. Well, <laughs> find it. I saw it. You couldn't find it. Why not? <laughs> what's that? I mean, he couldn't say the word wisely. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, that's one of the words I was looking for. I can't say the other one. 
It's a free call. Yeah, we got it. We got it's a family show. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's it started otherwise, but yeah, it is a family show. And uh, Dave Strizak, hello from Boston. I I saw you earlier. And I hey, John, Dave. Dave. Wicked hide, wicked hide. You got to take the cow to the bar. <laughs> How many yards will Will Smith have this year? Which Smith, Devonte? Yeah, let's let's assume he means Devonte Smith. Over yeah. under a thousand. Over under a uh, thousand yards. Nine hundred seventy-three. I'm gonna say he gets hurt at some point because that's the Eagles' luck. I'll say he gets oh, to about. Oh, come on, come on, dude. Good Lord, can you believe him? If you said he's because he's slim, I would have understood you. Come on, I know Eagles fans don't care because I say I don't really, I don't really care what you say. Sixty-five receptions for about eight hundred yards. That's what that's what uh, that's what their pick last year had, right? Jalen Rager, right? Didn't he have like eight hundred sixty yards? Yeah. Oh, I'll go if that. If if Devontae plays all seventeen games, I'll go with eleven hundred because I think Jalen might have a hard time getting the deep ball out, especially uh, at the beginning of the season. But I will go with uh, about eleven hundred yards and about eighty receptions for who? For Devonta Smith, I'll take yeah. that bet. I'll pay for your haircut you? when in December when Don't the season. My haircut. Yeah, the end of the season, he has eleven hundred yards. I'll pay for your haircut. You man. can pay for my haircut <laughs> and some hair gel too. I got my haircut for free yesterday, so I'm I'm good actually. Believe it or not. Passionate Patriot fan. I uh, I got the sides cleaned up and I got a little bit of the top off. Yeah, here we go. I'm not to worry like, about that right now, my friends. Yeah. Like, wow, I love it. <laughs> if I can find a picture, I'll bring it up. <laughs> Good <laughs> Lord. We're just going to roll tonight. <laughs> wow. That was a big one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hold on, rebound from that one. <laughs> Good lord. Ah, donkey uh, donkey. It's good that, that we have a young ducky here because <laughs> he can't even he got himself on mute. He can't even put himself in a regular mic. Look no, I got my mic on. He can't he can't even he's gotta mute himself. Look at him, he's laughing. Exactly. So hard. It's all right. It's all right. So listen, uh, Goose says, hey, guys, we have a passionate Patriot fan and Dana Grio uh, tuning in tonight. Dana, thank you for tuning in. And by the way, hey, Goose, if you can ask Dana, did she follow? I know she's a Patriots fan and 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 I got tons of family up there in New England. But did she follow Tom Brady down here to just Tom, not the rest of the Patriots? Did she happen to follow Tom down here in uh, in Tampa? So if you can ask for that, that would be uh, that would be great. And holy moly. Did did He's, he's, not, he's not going to be able to stop him now. No. He won't be able to stop laughing the rest of the time. <laughs> no. I was thinking of something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, family friendly. Let's re- let's rewind that one. Make sure that we get back full circle here. Dougie <laughs> <laughs> says that's why we're the under, uh, the underdogs for a reason. Dave follows up with Smith will win Rookie of the Year. It, it could happen. It very well could happen. Tom says just look it up. Regular head. Uh, 
Tom, I'm so sorry. That makes no sense, unfortunately, my pal. Yeah, 516 yards. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right, food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's spinning out of control here, but it's all right. And well, <laughs> Joe Fletcher says, "Well, Fletcher Cox be traded in 2022, and why?" Uh, I think I, I, I would say so. I believe there was an article out a couple weeks ago regarding this may be Fletcher Cox's last season. Mm -hmm. I mean, all the money he's making, and you know, he's, he's he is getting older. So I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, it's 30, it'll be 32 next season. He's 31 this season. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't if he doesn't produce this year and the way he should be producing, then Plus yeah. he's I, the highest paid eagle right now. So. I mean, he needs to have a big year this year for him to continue with the team, I would think, or they're going to – you're going to try and get some sort of value for I'm him. I'm surprised they didn't make him take a pay cut like everybody else. Especially well, more under the cap. He signed that's a six. He signed a six-year deal, so that's, that's probably why. That's howie about that. Yeah, but every other player on this team took a pay cut. Why not him? Call Howie. Who up, makes him any? Call Howie. Should, up, yeah, I'll get should right we, on to that. Should we ask? Should we ask? Well, Mr. You're, you're, you're the Howie connection. Call Howie up. Ask him why he didn't ask exactly. him to take a pay cut. Hey. Thank exactly. And, and and by the way, that this might get the. Uh, uh, Fuji going back all over again, but in, in case you're too young, if you're watching the show and you don't know who he is, I know right, he's gonna do it. There he there's, is. There's, there's, I love it. Wow! 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 Thanks, guys. The Thanks. hair. It's the, the hair. hair. It's the hair. Not, not, not the face. It's not it's that ugly mug. No, 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 no. Hey, it's spot on. It's it's spot on, Jonas. It's not that ugly mug. It's that hair. Oh my goodness. That, but, that, Nick, that goes to show you how much love not only did the viewers have for you, but that we have for you as well. So, it's, it's, again, lot, hey, but he, he was able to pull Julia Roberts, so he must have done oh. something right. He must yeah, have done something right. Definitely. Probably he must have hair. been drunk at the older. <laughs> it could, could happen. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh. Rager. Not yeah. Ed. He said Rager. Yeah. That's okay. okay. You no know one is because when you put in a name and in, in the automatic spell check throws it off <laughs> to something it hasn't learned. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Oh man. So, oh, and it's he. Sorry, uh, he actually lives in Chicago now. How do you feel about Brady now, Dana? So I guess he'll he'll answer us here momentarily. I guess we'll figure out that. Yep. We'll figure it out. Uh, Ducky says Eagles are done if they trade for. No, they're not done. No, they're not. They're done. not done. No, no, coach. That's why I will disagree with you. The Eagles will not be done if they trade Fletcher Cox. You can, you can think it's possibly maybe time to move on. Depending on what he does this year, and if he don't take a pay cut for next year, thanks for the memories. Hey, they call he has he has to produce this year in some sort of decently good yeah. fashion. Because if he doesn't, then yes, next year they're going to trade him. Well, it's a cutthroat business. Nice. I mean, they let Malcolm Jenkins walk. I mean, he was a big part of Super Bowl core. Yeah, Ducky still, she's, he says not be done that line of defensive line. I, listen, we've – Fletcher Cox, yeah, he's getting up there as well, a, 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 barring his injuries and everything else. But if Fletcher Cox gets traded, I, I, I don't see why the Eagles end up falling apart, especially now with Nick Sirianni at the helm here, a young coach. 
I'm pretty sure he'll end up doing his due diligence as needed, but I, I don't see the Eagles falling apart if they decided to let go as far as it comes to Fletcher. At the end of the day, it's all about how well you draft. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Joe says, will Quez Watkins get more opportunities this year under Sirianni? I believe so. I think so. Yeah. Probably. I think I think he's going to be a big part of the offense, especially now this young receiving core. By the way, need. For... go ahead, Fooch. So I was going to say, I'm... My question is, will Howie go out and at least get a veteran receiver? Maybe somebody caught by the end of the training camp because they could use a veteran wide receiver just to help these young guys. Could be. And by the way, you guys, as we have a couple minutes left here on the show, if you guys have any questions for us whatsoever, please post them up there. We're getting to comments and questions tonight. And thanks for all the great comments, you guys. Between Dave, again, thanks for coming back. Mike Flores, for Tom who's been around for the longest, along with Dave Strizak. You know, we again, Joey B. every week. Yep, Joey hey, B. Where is Joey B? Never forget my man, Joey B. Joey chimed in earlier, but he's been pretty quiet after that. I know he's got a lot of stuff going on, but he uh, – Is he, he still in a, Hawaii? No, he's back. No, still no. taking in those balmy breezes? Nah, he's he's back. Uh, uh, Dave says it's time to move on from Fletcher Cox, and with Fletcher Cox being – on an offensive line, no one's running the ball in the Eagles. It, yeah, but still, listen, again, Coach, this this probably be one of those bigger debates. I, again, yeah, we know that what Fletcher can do, but I just – I don't see, again, this team – who knows what can even happen with Fletcher Cox coming up this year. But, again, there, a lot of these answers or a lot of these – yeah, a lot of answers to these questions will be answered as many camp rolls around. We'll see what the guys are doing. Thankfully, we have some insiders who give us a little more insight of what's going on as far as the team. But, hey, next month – We'll start seeing all these things happening because right now you're talking about even in Jacksonville, there was an article out that uh, a former QB trying to become a tight end may not even end up making a roster as far as altogether. He's part of the 90 man. Apparently the, the college head coach turned pro head coach is saying otherwise, but Hey, think anything can happen. Anything can happen. So yeah, but even with Fletcher Cox last year, toward the end of the season, they they weren't all that stout against the run. When you think in the beginning of the year, they were last year, they were greater against the run. But as the season went on, even with Fletcher in the lineup there, they started to tail off toward the end of the year against the run. Right. Well, so, so did the whole team, they just all quit simultaneously. That's what it felt like. But. You know, if you, if you go, if you go statistically, yes, the Eagles last year were first half of the season, they were stout against the run. But you go back and take a look at the, the second half of the season against the run last year, the Eagles really started to tail off. So they ran out of gas. They just they just did. And defense was on the field too long. I'll get the time know, and, of possession. And, and food, you remember there was a couple of weeks there last year, two or three weeks where Fletcher Cox was getting hammered by everybody. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because he just disappeared. Yep. Unfortunately. And Brandon and Graham had the Pro Bowl season. Dougie, he whoops. Hold on, hold on, Joe. I'll get back to your comment here. But uh, Dougie had followed up with anyway. What's up with Jason Peters? JP's done. Hopefully retired in retirement. Thanks for the, the memories, yeah. but bother time caught up with Mister Peters. He's, yeah. So I'm not even going to answer that anymore when it comes to JP. JP needs to be done anyways. Uh, Joe says, "Hey, Mister Chiefs fan, will the Chiefs make it back to the Super Bowl this year with a retooled offensive line?" <laughs> I tell you what, they've had a hell of a run. <clears throat> Go back and take a look at the, what the stats are 
the Super Bowl loser the next year. Now, I'm not saying they're going to be bad. I'm not saying they're going to suck. Do I think they're going to make it back to the Super Bowl this year? No. I don't. I think they're going to have a great season. But I just don't think that, as, as Fuji's getting ready to flash something up on his screen here, or he's just cold now, he's got to put something on. <laughs> no, I'm not, not in 100-degree no, weather look, today. The Bills are better. The Browns are better. The the Ravens mm-hmm. are going to get better. You just have you have too many teams now that are catching up to what the Chiefs are doing. And, yes, I mean, if, if, if uh, Kyle Long comes back, from whatever injury he's dealing with, and I get conflicting reports of how bad it really is. I mean, if their offensive line can stay healthy, they're going to go far. I just don't think they will make it back for a third straight year. Remains to be seen. Yeah, and and it happens. And Dave says that uh, it's time for the young guys on defense to step up and show the Eagles what they're made of, which is exactly, exactly. true. Exactly true. And uh, Coach Chucky says, I still can't believe, can't see that <clears throat> that put up no points in Super Bowl. Uh, listen, and again, there was a lot of distractions that went on for Kansas City, unfortunately. Andy Reid's something to make that situation any better. So there was a lot of things that were – the quarterback also – good Lord, what am I having a brain fart tonight? Because <laughs> your, your young quarterback did not have – okay, so he had stated, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan, but he stated that he – he felt like he was good to go for the Super Bowl, but he was injured, if I remember correctly, in the divisional playoff game. Are you talking about Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, look, he, he was – he had a hurt foot. He was running for his life the whole Super Bowl. The referees did the Chiefs no favor toward the end of the first half in the Super Bowl, which changed okay. the entire the entire okay. complexity of it. And I know Ducky's laughing up there, but – Ray Lewis even said it, all right? When when Ray Lewis doesn't want to watch football anymore because of the way the first half ended in the Super Bowl, that, that's coming from a Hall of Famer right there. So there was a lot of things that were stacked against him. The whole Andy Reid's son, you know, situation didn't help. And the players came out and said they were really concerned about what was going on with that whole situation. So, But there's no excuses. Now, I'm not saying if, if all that didn't factor into it, the Chiefs still wouldn't have lost because they probably would have lost. But I just think there are too many teams in the AFC now that have caught up. There's just too many. The Bills are going to be formidable this year. The Browns are going to be formidable. The Ravens are going to be formidable. Tennessee is going to be formidable. So the AFC is stacked, just stacked to the tilt. The Chiefs are not going to have a cakewalk. They didn't really have a cakewalk last year. To be quite honest with you, I mean, there 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 are teams that are are catching up to what they're doing. My concern for the Chiefs this year is not the offense; they really need to shore up that defense because the defense at times last year looked good. When they played the Bills last year, if everybody remembers, they hammered the Bills last year in Buffalo. But there was other times where they couldn't stop the run worth a crap, you know. And when they could stop the run. Then the secondary faltered a little bit. And that's always been my one concern about the Chiefs. Even when they won the Super Bowl a couple years ago, their their defense caught fire in the playoffs. But the regular season, if everybody remembers two years ago, their defense was crap. It was just the Chiefs were winning games 
38, 38 to 30. So, and I've just always said, I don't know why the organization, here we go. And I don't know why the organization just doesn't focus on shoring up the defense. Because if the Chiefs had a top five defense or a top 10 defense, they'd be untouchable. That's true. And I see the mascot from the Sixers. I've just joined the, uh, the podcast here. But um, Joe says, when will we have another Super Bowl that measures up to Super Bowl 52? Fuji, that, remain, that, that remains to be seen. We'll see what Jalen Hurts has made of this year. We'll see him hopefully for a 16-game season. 17. Waiting for Fuji to put on his, his little peanut thing because it looks like he's <laughs> getting ready to serve peanuts at a baseball game. I'm waiting for him to put the, the wrap around his neck. Why don't you get that garbage off and send for you, Jabroni, and right above him. <laughs> to burn that Knott's sweatshirt. <laughs> He's got his – that's what it looks like. I got your peanuts here. Got your peanuts here. We're both sitting at home watching the playoffs. Sixers on the nuts. That's right. That's right. That's right. And the Celtics. Yeah, the Celtics. And your Blackhawks are sitting at home watching the Stanley Cup. All my teams are sitting at home. That's right. It's your fault. <laughs> That's right. And, and by the way, for everyone, kind of is some, some good news here and a bit of news that we want to share with everyone. One is, obviously, please, as always, visit BroadStreetSouth.com, BroadSTSouth.com, where you guys can check out any episodes that are missed. You can even see that, yes, we are here live with everyone else. But you guys can go back and watch any previous episodes you had missed. <clears throat> you can check out, obviously, the live shows, the episodes, articles that are written by Nick, also, if you click on the store symbol, it will take you out to BroadStreetSouth.store where you guys can check out all of our merchandise that we have out there. Uh, ha more hats are coming, by the way. Uh, Coach Ducky, I know you were looking for some hats, but more hats are coming. But if you guys want to check out T-shirts, sweatshirts, matter of fact, I'll just click it up there just so you guys can see. <clears throat> you guys can – there's T-shirts, hoodies. Um, some people like to wear leggings. Obviously, that would be for the women. But if you are going to hey, wear the leggings, <laughs> if the white gonna, ones. Ryan really wants the white ones. He really wants the white ones. <laughs> and and yeah, it, if by the way, speaking of, if you click on the leggings, yes, there are different color leggings, and there's two different styles. There's one that's a wraparound, and there's another one. If you end up looking later on down there, you can see the. Front action. Side. All right, we get it with the leggings. Hey, listen, you guys want to see the leggings? So you get the leggings. But anyways, <laughs> oh come on, click back. See now it's going to make me go through all the colors again. And we, we <laughs> at some point we are coming up with the special Lyle Love It hair care package. <laughs> oh man, we'll bring one of those up. <laughs> Let's get a Broad Street South uh, buzzer and uh, hair set. Do a Broad Street South yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, But if you guys want to check around all the different merchandise, oh, you also have phone covers for the Samsung and iPhones for the iPhone lovers, fanny packs in case you guys are going out to uh, the different parks and and such. But check out the merchandise. <laughs> and by the way, also just released this week as well. Yes. We are now on iHeartRadio. So if you guys want to listen to the podcast, and of course you can listen to the one today, come tomorrow. <clears throat> so if you're on the road, wherever you are, you're in college like you are with our young ducky here, anywhere you guys are. And if iHeartRadio app is your favorite go-to app, 
We are now available on iHeartRadio. So that was huge news. Uh, we got the okay last night. It was a lot of fun uh, to hear back from iHeartRadio. And also from Amazon Music. So if you also are an Amazon Music fan, our podcast is now available on Amazon Music. So two big ones already. Now obviously Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, we've been on for a while. Uh, and Podcast Index, which is another one that we're on. So iHeart, thank you so much. And Amazon Music as well for, uh, for allowing us to share our podcast on your platform for everyone to hear. And if everyone did not hear earlier, as far as the announcements, um, a lot's going on with us and, and we're enjoying the ride. We're having a lot of fun as we've got a couple of minutes here before the show ends. Thank you to everyone. Once again, I cannot say enough. Thank you. And from all of us here, uh, the Philly market continues to grow. The Tampa area market has grown. And a lot of times when you put tweets out, like, you know, obviously for the lightning and people go back and they see your profile, see what's going on. That gives you an opportunity as well to not only be able to interact with the folks here in Tampa, but for them to view us as well. The same thing, and God bless Sean Salisbury because he was on with us earlier. And I know every morning I, I put out a tweet with Sean because he's just a lot of fun to listen to first thing in the morning. Uh, but thanks to Sean, and, and a lot of times in the retweeting the show, thanks to him, we now have folks from like Dallas and Houston area that are checking out the show as well. So we do appreciate everyone from the Texas. Um, North Carolina, South Carolina continues to grow. Virginia, Ohio, the Midwest is starting to grow. So there's a lot of a lot of growth when it comes to, to the show, and we hope that it, it doesn't stop. Denmark was one of those early places overseas uh, that we were first on, and now Moscow, Russia. So I don't know, maybe Gorbachev or somebody else is listening in and, and hearing all about the American Go, sports. But maybe again, Putin's listening. Putin. That's okay. And maybe Putin Putin's trying to get some info on us. Nikita Kucherov, Andre Vasilevsky, maybe they're tuning in. Yeah. Ivan from, Drago. From Russia. Ivan Drago. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. We appreciate it. And uh, Joe says, you guys think that Ryan Kerrigan can have an opportunistic role that could help nurture a championship if he sticks around here for one more year? It's possible. It was a, I think it was a great pickup. Eagles needed some depth on that defensive line. and I think we'll produce rotating in and out, depending on what Jonathan Quinn's uh, defense is going to be. Yeah. One more year in championship is the part that made me laugh. Oh. <laughs> Stranger things had happened. But anyway, hey, there, there's that look. Hey. Fire it up. Here we go. It was in last place in 2016. And who the hell saw who the hell saw 52 coming in 2017? No one. Exactly. exactly. Wasn't the right answer. Exactly. But hey, listen. Uh, and Coach Chucky says he'll be back in August, not Augusta. But I, I understand what what, uh, what you meant there, Coach. Um, Dave, thank you so much again. Dave Harris for tuning back. He was with us last week, tuned in back again this week. So, Dave, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, to everyone else, again, thank you so much for liking, sharing, subscribing. By the way, while you guys go out there, yes, we do have a Broad Street South YouTube. But because everything was first started off, as you guys can see behind me here, on Broad Street South Sports Talk, the YouTube channel, you guys can find it under Broad Street South Sports Talk because, yes, we still do have the sports talk, and we merge it down to Broad Street South because we are a sports life entertainment show. As things start to open up even more, then we'll be able to view different venues, bring you different things, but for right now, we're focused upon as far as when it comes to sports. As the venues open up, the concerts come back, things will be added more to the show as we try to reach out to more folks in the hopes that they end up coming on. But when you're dealing with agents, managers, and all the good fun stuff, 
it takes a mountain to move a small molehill. But hey, we're looking at it as nothing but progress as we've completed our year coming up in July. Per season, we've completed our full year. But as a show, we're coming up on a year and we can't thank you guys enough for tuning in. Uh, Joe says one more thing here that uh, I know it probably won't grow in a year. Just like Andy Reid will get back to black clock management. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so true. So, so true. But listen, thank you to everyone who tuned in tonight. And and as our national correspondent says, we will have, okay, a package together for the Ducket, Ducky Lovett haircut. If you want it, it's available. We'll put a part of the Broad Street South Out store and uh, you can get the haircut just like, <laughs> just like Ducky Lovett. Oh, wow. Be there, we go. there we go. That's is that my new guy now? Is it love it? Is that is yeah. that the new is that the new Hey thing? listen, if if I get John Sakata, you get Lyle Love It. Lyle I get John Sakata, so you get Lyle. So I'll make sure I'm gonna replace matter of fact this picture with Lyle Love It up there. Maybe we can find <laughs> one with some sunglasses on. Ryan already said I look like De Niro. So. <laughs> there you go. I can't. Yeah, You're making face. me laugh. It'll be a good summer. Go <laughs> <laughs> see you later, everyone else. Uh, come Thursday, by the way, and there was one thing that I want to get done here. But come Thursday, Yo. Joe has one more thing here. Don't feel bad about the hair. They wish they had more. <laughs> yeah. Joe, my God. My God, Joe. Thanks, man. I appreciate, if I, appreciate I grew this mess up here, it, it would be like an, an afro with curls because it, it gets really curly. That's why I keep my hair short. That's right. Now, there you go. Matter of fact, yeah. Like Ryan, and actually, yeah, he can end up having a full, vast amount of hair. So that's true there as well. Go. Take it back to the 70s. That's right. There you go. You're going to have it. <laughs> and by the way, thanks to once again to Goose for Goose's Monte Cristo Lounge and Tobacconist. Again, you guys want to go visit Goose, please, by all means, 250 West Ridge Pike in Limerick, Pennsylvania, 19468. If I got the zip code correctly here, go visit the shop. Please pick out the finest cigar in the Delaware Valley. Visit Goose's Money Crystal. And if you guys want to know, the website is CigarGoose.com. Once again, CigarGoose.com. Thanks to Goose. Thank you to Debbie, my producer over in Studio B, for uh, the young Nick Lovett, our <laughs> beat <Mama>. writer. <laughs> for <laughs> national correspondent Ryan F. And always, DeVito Corleone, <laughs> godfather himself. We thank everyone for tuning in. And by the way, I see two more comments coming in as we end the show. Uh, one is we will have Harrison Ford on Thursday night at 7.30. Not Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Harrison Sanford. Harrison Sanford. I was thinking about the actor. Sorry. <laughs> Sanford. Sanford. My fault. Harrison right. Stanford on Thursday night at 7.30. Uh, Ducky says, I do have a fantasy football league going on. That is true. You guys reach out to Ducky on his Facebook page. If anyone wants to play fantasy oh, football, as he's been reminding man. me. So, you guys, if you guys want to get into a fantasy football league, by all means, reach out to Ducky on his um, Facebook page at Ducky Cornish. Again, thanks, everybody, tonight. We do appreciate it. We will see you Thursday night live at 7.30. We'll be talking some Sixers talk, and I'm pretty sure we'll get into some more stuff after we get uh, after we have our guest on. The following week, we will have Dave Clawson on, who – is the women's hockey coach for Division Two hockey 
if I got that remembered uh, correctly as well. Also, a golf addict, which coincidentally that week will be Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. So that'll be a lot of fun to talk with Dave. And we'll have more guests to come, but we do appreciate all the guests come on with us. We do thank them. We thank again tonight uh, for last time he has Vince Quinn to come on with us tonight. We do appreciate it. And again, much success to you guys, to those guys. Happier one year anniversary to them. And we'll want to hear exactly all the good stuff that's going to come out of Last Out Media. So thanks to everybody tonight. I, and nothing but smiles here as I try to <laughs> get, get through all this stuff. But listen, thanks to everybody. And I know someone wanted to end. Who was it last week that said that we should end with no one likes us? No, that was oh, this definitely guy. not me. <laughs> that was me. Was it you? Oh, no. Oh, I said we had, a, we had uh, one of you all comment that said we should end uh, – Somebody comment. No one likes us. We don't care. No, we don't. likes us and we don't care. Hey, whoever it was, shout out to you. So let's, let's do Easy it. Let's, love it. Let's love it. All right, well, listen, well, just for food, you will do it tonight. Dave, uh, thank you for saying check it out on Thursday night. Again, you guys go to broadstreetsouth.com. Again, broadstsouth.com. And if you guys haven't bothered me, put that in the Google search engine. It is the number one thing that actually pops up. Instead of the street itself, our show pops up. So thank you to everyone who actually shares the love because we do appreciate it. And just for Vito, here you go. So just for Vito and for him as the show goes out, we will see everyone. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday night evening. If you're watching the game tomorrow, go Bolts. And uh, for Ryan, as he said, go, I guess, Habs for the most part. But anyways, we'll see you guys on Thursday night. Sixers talk, more talk. We appreciate you. We will see you then. Have a great night.